There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Good morning, everyone. It's Friday, September 15th. I'm Mark Dent here with Rob Litterst, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to talk about weight loss drugs. They keep growing in popularity, so much so that they are known as the drug of Hollywood. But here's the problem. Most people are not Hollywood rich, and it's leading to many problems for average people and for insurance plans. But first, let's talk about a few other things making headlines in the world of business and tech. Starting off. Thursday, we had a big IPO, probably the biggest IPO since Rivian nearly two years ago. Arm, a chipmaker that has tech in around 90% plus of smartphones, debuted on the NASDAQ yesterday at a $54.5 billion valuation. As of early Thursday afternoon, Arm stock was up about 15%. Rob, tell us, what's the deal with Arm? I think the cool thing about ARM, they actually don't make chips. So they design right. chips and then they sell those designs to the actual chip makers who get those made at their fabrication plants. So they don't do the work work. They kind of do the back end work. Exactly. Exactly. They're kind of like the creative side to the chip business. They're mm-hmm. building instructions essentially for these chips. And then the chip makers are actually building the chips out based on those designs. And what's really, really interesting about them is their business model is essentially based on royalties. So they get paid basically in perpetuity for the designs of their chips to the extent that about half of their revenue came from products released between 1990 and 2012. So you can see Hmm. the kind of longevity here of this business model. The other thing that's really interesting here is both NVIDIA and TSMC, one of the biggest players in semiconductors, have both strategically invested in ARM. So they are essentially partners with some of the biggest companies in chip making. They have some very strong partners. And this IPO of ARM has really caused a sensation in the markets, if you will. And I know it doesn't often take a lot to get Wall Street people excited, and then they get really unexcited for something random the next day. It's always all over the place. But this is a blockbuster event. And it's interesting because the last blockbuster event, as I mentioned, was Rivian in October 2021 is when it debuted. And that stock has plummeted roughly 80% since then. So there's no guarantee that this early momentum is going to carry ARM stock to some really high height in a couple of years. That said, Rivian is a company that people were always skeptical about. They hadn't filled many orders, for lack of a better way to describe it, by the time they went public, and they still haven't filled all that many orders. As you were mentioning, ARM is very much more established. Totally, totally. I think ARM was founded in, I believe, 1990. As we mentioned, you know, they generated over $1.6 billion in revenue last year. I think Rivian was like a pure speculation play. And I think a lot of yeah. people got really excited about the contract that they had with Amazon, which I think since their IPO has actually been changed or tweaked in, in some ways. Yeah. But yeah, to your point, I think Arm is a much more established company. That doesn't mean there aren't risks. And this certainly is not investment advice. I think based on the rise that they saw yesterday, people are kind of valuing Arm 
at a similar PE ratio to NVIDIA, but NVIDIA has a massive growth forecast for the current quarter, which I don't think ARM actually has. So there probably is some context that ARM is overvalued at this point, but I do think there's probably a better chance that they succeed than Rivian. All right, let's move on. Extreme weather, which we've been experiencing all kinds of all over the world, could cost the global fashion industry $65 billion in missed earnings by 2030. A new study, in fact, shows that Bangladesh, Pakistan, Vietnam, and Cambodia are at risk of losing 22% in export earnings and nearly 1 million jobs due to weather. In inflation news, the European Central Bank raised interest rates for the 10th consecutive time by a quarter of a percentage point. They're now at about 4%. That increase marks an all-time high since the euro was launched in 1999. On to AI. The Craigslist guy, Craig Newmark, he's trying to fight AI misinformation. Newmark announced on Thursday that he is pouring $3 million for an initiative that will fund an AI literacy program and AI ratings i.e. basically ranking which forms of AI are reliable. Craig Newmark, this guy is maybe the most under-monetized person in the world. I mean, he's a guy who easily could have been a multi-multi-billionaire. I'm not sure how much Craig Newmark's actually worth, but had a huge opportunity, I think, to be worth more. And it seems like his head's in the right place and he's focused on the right things. And Newmark would be the first to admit that Craigslist had some major downsides to it. A lot of scams. Oh, yeah. And it did contribute to the gutting of the local news industry. Totally. But, you know, his philanthropy has acknowledged that, which is why he's helped pay for the uh, journalism program at City University of New York. Nice. And he's got this coming on here with AI and a lot of other, you know, philanthropic endeavors. So our last little story here before we get to the big one is about Disney, ESPN+, Plus. <laughs> and the NFL, and something that you probably are not going to believe. But Disney and ESPN have agreed to air an NFL game between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Atlanta Falcons on October 1st by animating it in real time. So it's going to be like a live game, but the players are going to look like football toys from Andy's room from Toy Story. And some of the characters, Mr. Potato Head, Rex, I assume Woody, and potentially Buzz Lightyear, are going to be cheering from the sidelines. Rob, are you going to watch this? This is like the coolest thing I've ever heard. You can call me a huge dork. Toy Story was like my favorite movie yeah. for the longest time when I was younger because Pixar was just so novel to me as a 90s kid. I agree. Let's move on now to our main story, which is about weight loss drugs. Surely you've heard about Ozempic oh, yeah. and Wegovy and a few other drugs that have become very popular in the last year or so. Ozempic was originally intended for type 2 diabetes, but is often being used by people who want to lose weight. This has caused a bit of a chain reaction of sorts. What we've seen is that the rich and famous have been saying that these drugs are really helpful in helping people lose weight, which has led to more demand as well as to shortages for patients who most need them. It's also caused prices to stay high, which leads insurers to not want to cover the drugs and again, that has left a lot of average Americans who want those drugs to have to have like a really tough decision of deciding, do they want to pay for them and potentially go into debt? So it's a really tough situation. Rob, could you fill us in on why these economics are just kind of so wonky with regards to these weight loss drugs? Yeah. So I think, Mark, the biggest thing here is that many health plans currently view drugs like Ozempic and Wegovy as lifestyle enhancements rather than medical necessities. And I think in some cases, that's a fair characterization. 
it's unfortunate that people are spending so much money on them without getting healthcare to pay for drugs like this. But, you know, you were saying that a lot of health plans are viewing these drugs as lifestyle enhancements rather than medical necessities. And so they're not covering them. I mean, I think the number is around 43% of plans actually cover the drugs. They're afraid to cover them because it's going to send their costs up so much. There was a study, according to the Wall Street Journal, that said insurance spends could increase by 50% plus if half of WeGovi eligible employees decided to take the drug. That's a large increase for employers that they would have to bear. But that said, if someone just wants to take Wegovi or Ozempic and their employer will not cover it, it's an incredible amount for them to bear. Ben was looking up for us here at The Hustle, and the cheapest that he could find for a month's supply of Ozempic was $870, and Wegovi was at $1,300. It honestly feels like kind of like one of those aspirational, affluent drugs almost like a designer drug type thing that is getting so popular because people are seeing these rich celebrities using them and want to replicate that lifestyle. Right. And also per the Wall Street Journal, this is the Hollywood drug. One of the stars of Millionaire Matchmaker said that everyone she knows is on it. So it is something that's become extremely popular. And and then you see like influencers on TikTok, social media, et cetera. And it just kind of filters down and it's really just created this kind of... uh, chaos that we've seen where it's so popular that insurance companies aren't going to cover it, but so popular that people are still going to want it. And some people are going into debt for it. There are certainly a few dozen sad stories, at least on GoFundMe, of people asking for some money for these drugs. Crazy. Hopefully the situation gets easier for the people that need it. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to The Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. So if you're not subscribed, please get signed up at thehustle.co slash email. We'll catch you next week. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne Elliott as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.